Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And it's another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. How's everybody doing today? Doing all right. All right. We're glad everybody has tuned in to our latest weekly podcast. Still don't have new music, though. It's coming. Is it? I talked with my son. Yeah, we're probably going to go an acoustic theme. So That would probably be better. Yeah. Because your son plays like heavy metal, doesn't he? He does. So <laughs> I don't think but that would... he can play anything. He can. Yes. So, but yeah, I, I talked with him this week and um, I, I told him that acoustic may work and he kind of liked acoustic idea mm-hmm. better because he said it's easier to record yeah. without a studio acoustic. So, well, good. And yes. Yeah, I think acoustic would be better, although maybe we'll surprise people and throw some thrashing metal in there once in a while <laughs> just to make sure everybody's awake. Well, welcome, folks, to our. Um, podcast, Church Solution Podcast. We're a company called JSL Solutions. We are a tech company that helps churches specifically use technology to uh, fulfill their purposes. We will tell you a little bit about our products at the end, time willing. But today we're going to talk about using social media. Yes, specifically Twitter, right? We're going to talk about Twitter. It's been a long time since we talked about Twitter And honestly, there's a lot of things with Twitter that you should probably consider if you're not, if you don't have a Twitter account for your church or for your ministry, or maybe even a personal Twitter account, if you don't have one by now, I'd, I'd encourage you to get one Yes, uh, because there are some things to consider, uh, when it comes to Twitter. I mean, Twitter, obviously for those who don't know, uh, this was kind of a, I guess they called it an accidental social network deal created. Uh, a number of years ago now, it's it's yes. been about 10 years, I think. Yeah, I, um, I actually read the book on the beginning of this. Oh, yeah? You want to tell yeah. us a little bit about the beginning? Well, Do you remember? It was, uh, yeah, it was a couple of guys, and they were um, trying to develop something for podcasts. Mm-hmm. It was a, their whole thing was, a, was, a, was geared towards audio, and it didn't make it. And in kind of desperation of, oh, let's close up shop and go away, one of the guys said, well, what if we put together this thing where we can do something with text messaging and following people around? And that became Twitter. That became Twitter. And that was, uh, I think, about 10 years ago. And if I remember right, I think uh, Noah Glass, Evan Williams, Jack Dorsey, Biz Stone were involved in that. They were the founders originally. And uh, and it's 140 characters. Twitter is 140 characters, although there's more you can do with it yes. than just using 140 characters. That uh, is its beginning. That's Yeah, that was in its beginning time. Uh, and so it's matured as a social network. Uh, there's lots of things here. Let me, let me throw some stats out here. If you haven't considered Twitter or maybe you did for a while and you've dropped the idea, you might want to reconsider it. Uh, so Twitter has 316 million monthly active users comparing that to facebook that has what about a billion like a billion and a half yeah but i don't know how active they are but but there's a little bit more to twitter there's a difference between twitter and facebook besides the 140 character limit 
And, and uh, there's 500 million tweets sent out each day per day. 77%, and this is interesting, although it's not surprising to me, 77% of Twitter accounts exist outside the United States. And if you follow news, like I tend to occasionally, you'll notice that a lot of countries outside the United States really use Twitter to, you know, when it comes to a crisis, terrorist issues, you know, Twitter account just goes crazy. It's it's very much kind of like a, where people get their source for news outside the United States, different right. countries. Uh, so Twitter has was, a, a huge following outside the United States. That was actually one of the debates in the book that I read about this was um, some of the leadership felt like, oh, this needs to be geared towards getting the most current closest to the incident news kind of things and others were leaning more towards the social right follow the celebrity route so yes uh, it serves pl- both purposes the platform supports over 35 languages now and 23 percent of all online adults use twitter um so people who are online 23 percent of them at least are, are doing twitter uh, you have a twitter account i have one uh, I'm not real active on mine. Maybe I'm a little more active than you are on yours. What's yeah, your Twitter my, handle? My Twitter handle is Slacy. Slacy. S-L-A-C-Y. Okay. Mine's Phil Thompson. Yes. And our company has Streaming Church. Yeah, we have Streaming Church for so, our Twitter. Yes. And uh, uh, the probably my most active use, I, I have a son that plays collegiate level ultimate frisbee right. and they are very good at tweeting out what's going on during the game so i follow the uh the, the twitter very closely on the weekends follow the twitter international i'm sorry internet users living in urban areas are more likely than their suburban or rural counterparts to use twitter so three in ten online urban residents use the site Compared to 21% of the, what do they call them, suburbanites, and 15% of those living in rural areas. Uh, Twitter is more popular among younger adults. 30% of the online adults under 50 use Twitter, compared to about 11% of online adults that are that are like 50 and older. So... Uh, that's a stat that's pretty recent. In 2013, this is a couple of years ago, but in 2013, the number of active smartphone Twitter users in the United States was about 30.8 million and is projected to uh, to get up to as high as 56.5 million in 2018. And then there's 391 million Twitter accounts with no followers. <laughs> I have a few followers. Do you have a few? You have a few, right? I have a few. I follow you. So well, that's, you, yeah. Yeah. But that, that was, I kind of chuckled when I saw that. Yeah. That, that's a lot of people without any followers. Well, you know, and, and I think, wasn't it years ago, and I'm sure it's still going, wasn't there some robots out there that you could create an account or something? I don't know. It's, I'm confused now, but there was all these ideas I remember years ago, how you can get more Twitter followers and create oh, an account or something. Yeah. Somebody would, I think what it was is somebody was creating accounts to make it look like they had more followers, but they weren't. I don't know. Maybe that's where the 391 million are. But uh, here's another stat. Tweets with images 
and I want to talk about this later, tweets with images receive 150% more retweets. So keep that in mind when it comes to tweets with images. So what's all this mean? Twitter is huge. And I know we talked to, we had talked to a a friend of ours a few weeks ago who uh, used to publish a magazine for churches. And he said, Twitter's on the way out. It's going downhill. And I don't agree with that. Maybe it's the numbers are changing a little bit, but Twitter is huge. And there are millions of people globally actively engaging in this social network every single day. And so from a simple and direct perspective, if you are in an urban context and you desire to engage a younger audience, like under 50, you should consider Twitter for your church, your ministry, or even individually if you're a leader, you want to connect with people. So let's talk a little bit about how we can make that happen. All right. So how do we make that happen? Well, as we just mentioned earlier, images, and you know this is true on Facebook, it's true pretty much on everything now, and it's no exception for Twitter. Images really create more interest in your tweets. And the stats, as we just said earlier, images receive 150% more retweets. You know what a retweet is, right? Yes. What is a retweet? Let's find out if you That's really know. You, it's when you receive a tweet and you tweet it, and you tweet it out. As, tweet it again. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, tweet it again. So and so, adding images to tweets will help captive help capture more attention than just your literal tweet. And I, I do this a little bit more now. The way I the way I use my Twitter account now is I usually post something. If I post something on Instagram or Facebook. And I want, and if I wanted to, I'll set it up so that it goes automatically to my Twitter account. Mm-hmm. So it's probably boring as people that follow me on image that follow me on Instagram and Twitter. But uh, you can. So there's a lot of things you can automatically do. Yes, I remember my beginning with Twitter. Yeah, what was and that? My like? wife's beginning with Twitter. Well, it, I, in the beginning, it was text messages right. only. As it. And uh, at the time, you had the option of. of of getting a text anytime anyone you were following was right. was uh, tweeting, mm-hmm. and I had a very active person that I was following that was, up. Oh, I'm getting up to go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm having <laughs> breakfast. Up. Oh, I'm having this, <laughs> and you know, so yeah. and and so it was ringing to my phone as a text message, which was which at the time and still today gets my attention, right? And. I quickly, I didn't unfollow them, but I said, <laughs> I've had enough of this. I said it so that, nope, this isn't going to send a notification to my phone anytime yeah. this person tweets. Now, that wasn't me, right? You no, that me. wasn't you. Yeah, I didn't do that. So it was, yeah, several times a day, <laughs> and it was, um, which I don't know if we're going to get into this or not, but it was just, I really don't care that you're eating <laughs> lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating lunch today, too, but I'm not going to broadcast right. it. Right. Yeah. Well, that's obviously an issue. But so uh, where are we at it? So uh, basically images. images. Yeah, images. So I take a picture of my lunch and tweet it. There you go. Just like Instagram. <laughs> so adding images is going to ca- ca- catch more attention to your Twitter feed. So even though this might be a little bit time consuming, adding maybe some simple graphics can add some value to, to uh, maybe your most critical tweets. So let's say you're a church, you're, you're a leader, you're a pastor, or, you know, somebody with, and you're in charge of your Twitter feed. If you have a, a good message that you want people to go hear again, uh, you can put an image 
and maybe a title and then maybe a hashtag. We've talked about hashtags before to get people's attention. So, you know, if you're going to talk about premarital sex or something, you know, you could do a hashtag premarital sex. You could have a graphic, uh, you know, a nice little graphic that would highlight the message that you're doing. Uh-huh. Hopefully not nobody naked, but you know what I'm saying? Something that would be catch people's attention and, and that would add to people. And with the hashtag too, especially hashtagging. Uh, you know, the hashtag, I'm assuming, maybe I shouldn't assume, but I'm assuming people understand what hashtags are. Yes, we actually have a feature built into our platform, That's one right. of our platforms. For streamingchurch.tv. Yeah, yes. You can put a hashtag in the chat, right? You can, yes, you, you basically, the way, and, and I'm not sure, not many people have, have picked up on this, but as people tweet on a particular topic, like you just said, um, divorce, mm-hmm. You can go through and say, "Hey, we're we're going to be speaking on divorce this weekend." Have all the everyone that's a part of the church tweet that week about divorce, or while they're watching the service, tweet about divorce. Right. And you, and with our platform, you can go in and search on hashtags, and it will right. show any tweets that go out with that hashtag, and you can include those tweets in your chats. So you your just chat. basically would put in divorce. It would show all the tweets, and you check the ones you want to include in mm-hmm. the. Um, in the chat and they come out as shows who tweeted them and when and right and what they said that yeah. had to do with divorce. So it's a way to just bring that whole social network into right. your service. Well, I think it's a great tool. And so images are important, but now with Twitter, you can also have videos. You can reply with videos too. So video it's new, it's fairly new, but it can be effective and give that little wow factor, you know, for your Twitter engagement. So, you know, think about this. Someone tweets a sermon quote, maybe tags your church. So on Monday morning, uh, you could do a several different things here, but the, the pastor could reply in a video tweet, maybe thanking somebody for coming to the church, sharing the tweet, you know, that they shared. And so it kind of has that kind of special, what do you call it, wow factor, uh, both for the individual that tweeted it and for all the followers. And so... Uh, you'd pro- I think you'd start seeing a lot more tweets about church if if this was done well. Right. And there's been, um, well, Twitter's videos definitely influenced them. There was the uh, the pioneer in the live video from your phone, which was mm-hmm. through the Meerkat app. Right. That was getting a lot of attention. And so Twitter said, ah, we need to get on this game. And they introduced Periscope, mm-hmm. right, which has the, the yeah. live video activity as well. We could talk about, I actually have Periscope and I actually, I think I told you, I may have even said this in a podcast that one day I decided I was going to live, go, go live with my Periscope app on my phone. So I was walking my dog and I went live and uh, I had 10 followers within a couple minutes watching me walk my dog. Yes. Watching my dog. And there's some pastors that customers of, of ours that have used Periscope effectively. So they've got, um, one is they're, they're doing a new building project, and so a pastor would actually take his phone and walk out to where they're building the new building and say, here's what's, here's what's up this week. We've got the, you know, the framings in, and this is there, and, yeah. and it kind of gives you a little tour of that, and he, he would get some good attendance yeah. through, the, good yeah. through the video. But that's, that's not Twitter, but that's uh, a Twitter good. product. But it is, yeah, and you could certainly do that with Twitter, right? So you could do it. I think also if you if you have Periscope, you can you can follow people. It's similar to your Twitter account. Yes. Same company. Yes. Whatever. 
Yeah, and so, you get notified when they're broadcasting. It right. It's a yeah. push notification to your yeah, phone. Yeah, I get that too sometimes. But there's nobody I'm really interested in that's on Periscope at this point in my life. So, all right. So moving on here, Twitter. Uh, there's a nice little feature on Twitter too that you could use called search.twitter.com. So just type it in your browser, search.twitter.com. And, and you can use this. It's a really pretty cool tool. You can use this, like, especially if you're working with a church or ministry, if you're looking for people who are moving to a, your community, mm-hmm. just type in moving to Tucson, Arizona, where we're from, or moving to, you know, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, or whatever you, wherever you're at, and you could actually see if somebody's tweeted that they're moving to your community, you could, you know, tweet to them and say, hey, welcome to our city. If you're interested in our church, we'd love to have you come visit. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's so, a good way to yeah, connect with people that you may not yeah, know. Yeah. So, it, again, it, these are things that, you know, uh, there are tools out there you can use. You can use to reach them and connect with people. Twitter is one of those things, and there's a lot of followers. And, and contrary to what some people think, I don't think it's going away. <laughs> Twitter's not going away anytime soon, and we ought to try to use some of these tools. There's other social media tools out there that we have talked about briefly. Instagram's another one. Pinterest is one. Uh, there's even other ones that I'm not even aware of out there, or at least I'm vaguely aware of them. Uh, you know, kids are using Snapchat now. and those kind of things. Yeah. I don't know how relevant that would be for church stuff, but you never know. I don't know. Yeah, never know. There's a uh, study Reach coming out. where they're at. Yeah, there's a study coming out of Generation Z, which maybe one of these days we'll talk about. You know who Generation Z is? Uh, <laughs> no, I guess the guys behind Generation Y. They would be like my son's age. People oh, okay. that were born in the late 1990s, early 2000s. Oh. Kind of an interesting study. A lot of churches, unless you're a youth pastor, you're probably not interested in that. But uh, there's an interesting study. I've read a couple of them that we'll probably talk about here on the podcast. Uh, and I brought that up just simply because a, they're using social media. That's a demographic that mm-hmm. didn't know what it was like to not have the Internet. Well, that's for sure. They are native, what do they call them, native Internet users, native. Yeah, they, they're, they've grown up on the Internet now and. It's part of their life. We'll talk about this. And, you know, a lot of people aren't interested in them because they're young and they don't have any money. So uh, who cares? But if you're a youth pastor and if you're actually a pastor that has a little bit of vision, <laughs> you, do, you do want to have some interest in these people in this generation coming up uh, because they're, you know, they're people that you could reach and connect with. So anyhow, we're off track a little bit, but that's social media. So we'll talk about that later. So JSL Solutions, as we wrap up here, what do we do, Steve? So we have four main products, streamingchurch.tv that I mentioned earlier, which is live streaming. We have a mobile app through Church App Live, and we have church management and web management through myflock.com. And then our newer product is greeter.church. Greeter.church, and that's actually a domain. So just type in greeter.church, and you can find out more about the live greeter you can have on your website. Just drop some code in, a live person will answer questions if people come to your website. So yes. consider that as well. By the way, we since we have a moment here, uh, when it comes to streaming video, we also help people get on Roku. And we, we can brand you a Roku channel. We have your very own Roku channel for your streaming services. We have our own channel, streamingchurch.tv and Roku. We do. If people so, yes. are interested. So if you're interested in getting on Roku. If you don't know what that is, Google Roku. 
You can look it up. If you want to be on it, talk to us. Support at streamingchurch.tv is our email address. We'd love to hear from you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. Time is up. So I'm Phil Thompson. He is Steve Lacey. Appreciate you spending some time with us on this Church Solutions podcast. And we hope that you will catch us next week for another edition of the Church Solutions podcast. Take care. Have a great day.